What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And uh, the lovely Taylor Tomlinson will not be able to be here today, but we are joined by the incredible Katie McHugh. Oh, Katie McHugh. <laughs> she, has, she has degrees in environmental science and public health, and she is your average American feminist and co-host of the podcast For Your Misinformation. And the show aims to empower women to get more politically engaged and tips to stay sane along the way. Oh, my God. And we really dug into active citizenship uh, in this episode and just, you know, we've talked about how politics really just makes my brain explode. It's just such an overwhelming topic for me. If it gets brought up at a party, I feel like you and I just kind of both slowly (laughs) slink into the bag like, "Eh, I'm going to get more chips, bye. It's like that Homer Simpson meme. Have you seen (laughs) where it's like going back in the bushes? That's how I feel with politics. And it's it's not just just because it can divide a room or anything, but it's because I feel dumb. I really do. Like, I don't feel like I know enough information and i can't make like any kind of educated addition you know to the topic and so i just kind of sit there quiet and it's kind of made me nervous to even try to get more active because i feel like i'm gonna mess up i'm gonna mess things up even more (laughs) right than they already are um but that's what i love about katie's show is that like she she breaks it down into one specific topic, and then at the end of the topic, she'll give you like a- an action step to actually do yeah. to you know help help out this whole crazy situation. Definitely. So um, you just got to take it a step at a time because I mean I'm I'm someone who doesn't even understand the basic structure of government. You know what oh. I mean? I yeah. It doesn't. It does not sit in my brain well. It's it doesn't. I don't absorb it well. I I don't know what it is, but. It's the schoolhouse rock shit. Like even <laughs> they tried, they put it in little cartoons and did little sing songs, and I still remember just looking at that with like dead eyes when I was eight. Like, nope, 
Still not getting it. <laughs> Help. Like that song. A bill. A bill. This means fucking nothing to me. No. Try try something else because I don't get so it. so many things. It's so many things. So, I, you know, if you need things broken down into layman's terms, uh, then this is something to definitely check out. Yeah. Because, oh, you guys, there's an election coming up and uh, I want to make sure that I'm voting in my best interest. I'm, right. You know, because I, I think you can really accidentally vote for the wrong things if you don't yeah. know what's happening <laughs> absolutely so <laughs> well she had a a lot to say and it was fantastic to have her on so here is our interview with katie and then we will do some segments with you guys after the interview yeah, yeah. you guys we are so excited for today's guest please give it up for katie McHugh, everybody yay, yay. <laughs> You guys, Katie is amazing, and she happens to also be one of my one-on-one creative consulting clients, and she came to me with this podcast idea for your misinformation, and Great I was like, you know, it's so good. Everything about it is so good, and your approach to politics is so good, and I'm like, wait a minute, I have actually been looking for a podcast like this for myself. I need to help you with this. Please, you know, let me yeah. be your consultant, and it is such a fantastic product, and I'm just so excited to dig into this episode because I think, um, you know, myself, I think you as well, like we've been pretty open about our own relationship with politics on the show and how I feel like politics and government and history and all those things. Those are like my biggest insecurities when it comes to discussing things or topics like mm-hmm. I don't feel knowledgeable about them. I don't feel equipped to talk about them. I shy away from the conversation. Yeah. It feels very complex and overwhelming and i think those topics can also feel very like politics can feel very hopeless for me because i feel like i can't make a very big difference um but i love your approach katie because you're very much of that uh that quote that we love where it's like we don't need a handful of people doing things perfectly perfectly. we need millions of people doing it imperfectly and so i love your show because you tell us what's actually going on and you break it break it down into ways people like me can understand yeah and then you give action tips on how you can actually make a difference that day so let's kick it off to you and maybe we start with um how did you get inspired to be so politically active where does this come from um so I think in a lot of families, people don't talk about politics. They think it's kind of um, a taboo subject. Mm -hmm. But um, as I think we're learning with like when women talk about their salaries and when all this other stuff goes. uh, Yeah, come up on the mic just a little bit. There you go. Perfect. The more like transparency that there is that benefits the people who aren't in power. Like when people don't talk about things like um, politics with each other, it it just keeps the people in power in power. Yeah. Um, so it's really important to talk about it. Um, I think women especially are kind of discouraged and it feels, a l- young women especially, it feels a little bit like um, we're not invited to the party. Yeah, But um, sure. we, at least with all of my friends, I mean, we are all like smart, intelligent, capable women and our our voices matter like just as much as everybody else's. And I tend to be a perfectionist, like I think you guys and probably some of your other listeners. And yeah. for a long time, it felt kind of like, well, if I can't fix everything, why bother trying to fix anything at oh, all? God. Yes. And <laughs> yes. it just doesn't work like that. Like right. there's always something that you can do. So um, what Morgan and I try to do on our podcast is talk about like things that we can do, but also like the specific actions that we are taking. Um, 
so you know that we're not just like we're talking we're walking the walk too yeah like we're doing we're doing the best that we can and um she's very much an extrovert so the skills that she has and things that she does are very different from the things that I do um I do a lot of like letter writing and donating to campaigns and stuff like that I have knocked on doors before it's oh not, you are not a badass wow. bitch <laughs> oh no it's not that was not for me I learned that um there were people disappointed when you didn't have Girl Scout cookies <laughs> I just want to talk to them about politics. <laughs> they, had, no, damn it. They, they didn't want to talk. Um, <laughs> actually, you know, it wasn't that bad. I would say like 19 out of 20 doors were great, but the 20th door was, um, they weren't the friendliest. Yeah. And I walked away pretty dejected. And I was yeah. like, okay, um, this is not for me. I'll leave this to people like Morgan who like talking to people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I love that. I mean, yeah, that all sounds great. And like, I have been in situations where like in a group when politics starts to be discussed, mm-hmm. like I feel myself included, I feel the women shy away from it. Yeah. And like the guys just kind of take over. Yes. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. And it just feels like this dick measuring contest in right. so many ways. I'm like, okay, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like confident enough to interject here. Yeah. Um, were you always like, are, were you always interested in politics like as a kid were you like class president or anything like <laughs> yeah. that or like um no I was like pretty shy um so no but I did like talk about it with my family a lot like they yeah. made um civic engagement kind of a, an important part like voting was always a, an important part of our family um I wasn't old enough to vote for Barack Obama in 2008 but I went downtown um, to Grant Park to like hear him speak afterwards, and it was oh, like nice. very oh, wow. empowering. So, That's so cool. Um, yeah, it's a, it's been really great. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. And then I think like a lot of people our age, um, when the 2016 election happened, I it had like a political awakening where I was like, oh, we have some work to do. Right. And um it was like, okay, voting is not necessarily enough. There's mm. And then there's all kinds of other things that you can do to expand the electorate and all kinds of volunteering opportunities that you have. Um, and politics are kind of like, um, they're intertwined with like all other aspects of your life. So like whatever values you have, um, whatever's important to you, whether it's like environmental activism or animal rights or whatever, there's some legislation out there. There's like some... Um, champion out there who wants to be a legislator to talk about that and 
um, you just kind of have to figure out who they are and support them. Yeah, I think what's a big problem for me is like there's so much noise and because you feel like, you know, you just hear like how corrupt so much of politics is. You don't even know like what's true. Yeah. And for me, I have a hard time. Like it feels overwhelming to educate myself on everything, on what's actually true. And then it feels overwhelming like, okay, how do I actually vote in my best interest? Mm -hmm. Because what's bullshit and what's reality and who's actually going to be my advocate here? Yeah. Um, what's the best way to sift through all of this, Katie? Like, how do we, how do, especially as women, how do we make sure we are voting for people who have our best interests at heart and, you know, doing the things that are actually going to move the needle and everything? Yeah. Um, so I think it's important, like, not to get attached to certain politicians, but to figure Mm. out, like, which policies are important to you. Like, so for me, um, a woman's right to choose is like a, deal breaker like if you if you don't believe in that then I don't think that you're like fit to represent me because I have a problem with people telling me what I can and can't do with my own body right um so and I also um I'm terrified of climate change yeah, yeah. so I want to make sure that um I'm voting for com- sorry I almost said comedians <laughs> <laughs> that's it well Ben Glebe did run for president did you see that <laughs> What? <laughs> One of our uh, comedian uh, ran for ran for president this past year. That did pretty well, apparently. What? Um, yeah. Did you not see that? No. Oh yeah, that was all over social media and oh, stuff. Oh boy. So I mean, yeah, you know, people out there could. Really it's a very small sliver of that Venn diagram <laughs> yeah. with comedians and the presidency, but you know, unbelievable in that tiny. Somebody little... covered it. Somebody oh. covered it, baby. Yeah. I mean, toenail. I would trust a comedian over a lot of the other politicians, <laughs> yeah, but right. um. So, yeah, I would say pick a couple policies that are important to you and um, their their website should have like what what those are. Um, But you'll probably start to notice a pattern if you pay attention a little bit to like what kinds of politicians are um, like share your values and are voting for the same kind of policies that you're interested in promoting. Um, So, yeah, I love that. I've never thought of it like that before, because for me, it's like, oh, my God, I got to study each person and I got to study each thing that they're into. But I love the simplification of figure out what you like, what you care about Mm -hmm. as far as policies and then just pick the person that's doing those things. They yeah. should make right? like a like a politics for dummies quiz type of yes. a thing. You know how you know Cosmo and all yes. those places. So it's like I just need a quiz where it's like, okay, how do you feel about this issue? How do you feel about this issue? And then by the end of the ten questions, it's like, here's your candidate, bitch. You yeah. know, like, yes. this is you're the Miranda of the group. Yeah. <laughs> like, just yeah, yeah. Simplify it. Oh man, maybe you need to make that for your podcast. I think, Katie. Okay. <laughs> I think it might exist for political for political candidates. Oh, or, I'm sorry, for presidential candidates. Yeah, but it probably doesn't exist for anybody else. So oh, it's very something to think about. Nice yeah. hot tip for, for you. Sure. Yeah, um, I. I'm blown away. I'm blown away by some of the statistics that you sent over. Would you mind sharing a little bit about sure. all the voting stuff that happened in the last election and how we can improve? Yeah. Well, okay. So the one that is most alarming to me is the percentage of millennials that voted. So millennials are the largest voting block now. Do you yeah. want to guess what percentage voted? You might. 80%. Oh. Millennials? Don't they? I mean, 62. 59. 
59% of millennials voted, according to a Pew Research poll. Um, oh, no. I'm shocked by that because everybody seems so hashtag woke, yeah. right? Like, well, they yeah. seem like very outspoken. But that's what's so great is to hear these sort of statistics because that's, I think anywhere you're seeing that is social media, yeah. which is everybody's version of like, this is how uh, my life looks, but is it how it really is? Right. You know, um, yeah, that doesn't shock me actually yeah you were really close with that with Wait, that guesstimate t- did yeah. i say 52 or, or sorry you said 59. 59 it's 49 i'm oh sorry my god. it's less than half oh my god 49 percent of 49 percent of millennials voted less than half so like one in two yep that's so every make... other millennial didn't yes. vote so I, what? i'm sure we Yikes. all know ones that didn't vote so like one of the easiest like most actionable things that you can do if you don't want to like sit down and like write letters or make phone calls or do whatever is just talk like find five friends make sure they're all registered to vote and make sure they all have a plan to vote mm. and like that would make a huge difference because yeah, yeah I think right. a lot of people are apathetic about it but um but if if millennials voted we would have if all millennials voted we would have such a big impact on the elections and like in my opinion like climate change alone is something that we should be like really 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 pushing for legislation on right yeah oh my god i just can't i still can't get over 49 percent. yeah because i feel like yeah. everybody likes to basically say oh my god about it you know, so like, about you know it. like it's it seems like everybody's doing it mm-hmm. and i feel like even with my friends i'm like with that stat people are lying to me you know yeah. what i mean well people yeah gotta be lying if they're just saying yeah i voted today and but that's it, the it al- again that's like the illusion of social media like right. you think about on valentine's day your whole feed are couples and it right. makes you think literally everybody I follow right. is in a relationship but you're only seeing the people who are posting right. their picture with a couple so single people might not be posting at all that day and people who didn't vote are not posting at all that day right yeah. oh my so god so it skews what you think that's yeah. way lower than yeah. I expected uh, me too and oh I like read gosh. about this stuff all the time wow so, alright yeah, hit me more perfect. more Kate okay. <laughs> hit me again <laughs> um, okay let's see what other stats do we want to talk about um, what about the percentage of women who vote or the ethnic background of the women who vote? Um, hmm, I don't know. I know what percentage of women voted for Trump. Okay. I know what percentage of white women voted for Trump. It's okay. 53. 53%. 53%. Yes. Okay. So that was pretty surprising to me, too. Wow. Um, just like hearing the way that he talks about women, I like was really, really surprised that more than half of white women were more than half. on board. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and, but overwhelmingly like women of color voted for Hillary Clinton, like 94, 96% or something like that. So, um, so yeah. And they're typically the ones who obviously feel the most oppression. Um, like I think there's been several times where I've been trying to explain my experience, like walking by bus stations or something to a guy. And he's like, what do you mean that that makes you nervous? And it's like, oh, well, I get sexually harassed almost every time I walk by a bus station. He like can't wrap his head around it. Like I think about how much stuff must go on just like that with race where it's just like I can't wrap my head around it because I've had the privilege of being a white woman my whole life and yeah yeah we will never ever understand that right what that feels like so I just think it's really important to like listen to what women of color have to say because they're kind of like the canary in the coal mine when like Mm -hmm. rights start getting taken away and things like that so yeah yeah absolutely mm -hmm. wow that's very telling huh yeah percentages Yeah. yeah wow holy shit dude so, I mean. what do you cover mostly on your podcast? Like, Good question. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
each episode is a little bit different. So I try to tackle like a topic and then relate it back to what's going on in politics today and um, then give some like action steps. So some examples. The first one was about white supremacy. Um, I've had fascinating. One. Yeah. Oh, did you listen to that? Yeah. One? Fascinating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we well, basically school doesn't prepare us to be like engaged citizens, like active citizens enough. And same with like white supremacy. Like they do not talk like they really like gloss. I think they gloss over like um, coming over here and what happened with the Native Americans and then what happened with slavery. It's like seen as like an achievement that Abraham Lincoln like freed the slaves. And it's Mm. like, well, let's start. What happened for all that stuff beforehand? Like maybe we should feel Mm. a little bit guilty about that. Right. Right. Um, But so, yeah, a lot of a lot of political um, a lot of what's wrong with politics is like rooted in white supremacy, but it's just a lot more like veiled. Um, So it's really important to like pay attention to that. But there uh, there's episodes about like Mitch McConnell, who is the Senate majority leader. Um, He has. 400-ish bills on his desk that have been passed in the House that he's just not bringing for a vote, um, which means he's, like, not good at his job. So, like, all the stuff that I think is bothering us, like, well, me at least, um, like, gun violence. Yes. Like, there are all kinds of policies that we could pass to make gun, like, get guns out of the hands of the wrong people and um, all kinds of stuff like that. He just won't bring it to a vote, even though it's passed in the House. Um, stuff why, like the why? Yeah, what is is that even? Pop- he calls himself the Grim Reaper. So the real reason that he's doing that is so that he can confirm um, conservative judges. So they're like reshaping the courts right now. Um, so what the Senate does is they confirm judges and they also like pass legislation that so either it gets passed in the Senate and then it goes to the House or it gets passed in the House and then it goes to the Senate. So the House is democratically um, it, it has a democratic majority. So um, there's a lot of, like, bipartisan efforts in the House that have been passed, and he just, like, he view- calls them socialist, and he just won't bring them for a vote. Yeah, he's awful. Is that legal to do, to just be like, no, this has been passed by all of you, but I'm not going to do yeah. anything with it? He, it? he can do it. I mean, it's, it's like, wow. it's a su- sign that our system is broken. Very broken. Yeah. Yes. A- is there anything he is bringing to the courts? <laughs> like, all right, I'm not going to talk um, about these 400, but this, this one's a winner. <laughs> like, what? They did just finally pass like an anti-lynching legislation. Yeah. What? Yep. Just now. Just like this past week or two. What the actual fuck? Yeah. Here is There's this. so many things <laughs> yes, that I exactly. need to catch up it's on. It's terrifying. But the what? other ones that he won't bring for a vote are, um, let's see, the Violence Against Women Act, universal background checks for firearms, uh, lowering the cost of prescription drugs, and re-entering the Paris Climate Accord. So, and those are just a couple. Like, there's 400 bills that have been passed. A lot of them are co-sponsored by Republicans and Democrats, and he just, like, won't vote for them. And he's because he's spending all of his time cons- confirming um, really conservative judges to the federal courts, which is also very scary. Oh, well, to me. Right. right. That yeah. angers me. Yeah. I don't even know this guy, and I am not happy. <laughs> oh, he, he needs to go on timeout. Yeah. <laughs> He, you'd probably recognize him if you saw him. He has, like, jowls. He looks like a turtle. Oh, okay. That guy. I feel like... <laughs> Aaron laughed. Aaron. I feel like they probably make fun of him on SNL. That's probably... That's yeah. probably where I'm getting a lot yeah. of my yeah. information, sadly. Yeah. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I think it's hard because like so many things have been in place for so long mm -hmm. that people are not forced to look at it objectively. Mm -hmm. It's like if this is if this system is broken and has been broken, yeah. it's people it's like, well, it's that's how we've always done things or it's yeah. been normalized, right? And yeah. it's like really breaking it down like no, this this is not working anymore, especially if like if it's like um, systemic white supremacy happening, mm -hmm. yep. like it, that that stuff, like how do you catch that without yeah. saying like, well, yeah, this is what, nothing's different. Like we've been doing this for centuries or yeah, whatever. Which is basically gaslighting. Like right. gaslighting us into thinking that like everything is normal and it's it's not and it has, it should change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved when you said something like, uh, it's like the White House is being run by a bunch of our angry ex-boyfriends. Like our something. worst ex-boyfriends. <laughs> like... <laughs> We broke up with them, and then they decided to run for Congress, and then they promptly, like, forgot everything that we tried to teach them about, like, compassion and empathy and communication and all that stuff, which is, like, what you want in a partner, but it's also what you want in a legislator. Like, right. I want somebody who shares my values, like, legislating for me, and there are so many people who don't right. in Congress who just, it, they got to go. Yeah. But, okay, so Democrats on the House. Um, Republicans own the Senate right now, but we only need four or Democrats only need four seats in the Senate to get rid of Mitch McConnell, which is like one of the most important things. I think a lot of people focus on the White House and mm. um, how important that is. But like you can make a lot bigger difference in local elections. So um, California has great senators. Um, but uh, a lot of people are like, well, what can I do about Mitch McConnell? Like, I don't live in Kentucky, but you can you can adopt a state and you can um, write letters and you can register voters there. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. And um, Morgan and I on each episode of our podcast try to end with like we talk about how pissed off we are about a certain topic, whether yeah. it be white supremacy or Mitch McConnell or one of like my local legislators or whatever. And then we talk about what we're doing to try and help. And it. um Oh, I didn't mention my quotable, but my quotable oh, yeah. is um, "Action is the best antidote to despair." Ooh, by that Joan is so Baez. good. Gosh, I like that. I so like it good. too. Yeah, and it really, it really works. Like, I really was getting into like a pretty dark place thinking about politics, like climate change in general, because there's just there's this scientific consensus that it, we only have a certain amount of years left to really like make a big difference about it, and a lot of other countries are doing a lot of good work and we seem to be making steps backwards and Ugh. yeah um <sighs> hurts oh, my stomach i know i know oh, and what okay the oh my gosh what did you say about facebook that was so mm -hmm. mind-blowing what is happening there that's a whole so, thing facebook is a really really bad place to get political news because they don't <laughs> fact check and so oh, many God. people get their political news there oh my god and uh, so um Probably a couple months ago, like a lot of the different social medias were talking about how they were going to handle political ads. Yeah. And Twitter just decided that since they can't fact check everything that's going to go on their um, website, they just aren't going to post any political mm. ads, which I think is the right way to go. Right. Um, but the position that like Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg took is that they want people to understand 
or they want people to be able to see like when people are lying to them. But the reality of it is that nobody's going to fact check that. They're no. going to see what they see on Facebook and then they're going to take it at face value and take it as true. But there's no punishment for it. So like oh there is a God. ton of misinformation on Facebook. So just, Whoa, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a really, Facebook. really awful place. And not be. just that, but like, you know, everything your great uncle <laughs> shouting yes, exactly. out. Oh, God, yep. yeah. At 2 a.m. Oh, his God. I feel basement. like Facebook is like the most racist platform. Like, oh I just God. feel like it's the most volatile in so many ways. Like, those threads that can happen are oh, like yeah. quite terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it seems like some of the other platforms are a little bit better or more strict with certain yeah. language and things like that yeah, yeah. but um, i can't believe so i could just i could just post a story on facebook about me being i don't know the next i, I won the election mm -hmm. i'm the next president of the mm -hmm. united states yeah share that and that's just it's just out there yeah. and it's just a whole article that i wrote about <laughs> and yeah. nobody's nobody would know right if, if like they were really in the dark about this stuff yeah somebody would be like, like yeah well, okay so delaney, delaney fisher is the president interesting yeah exactly that's crazy to me yeah there's no like crowd control on facebook no it's yeah. so it's so open you yeah. see too much yeah it's like the subway in new york you know it's <laughs> like you just maybe you're just trying to get to work and then there's like a homeless dude with his dick out you're like well i don't really want to see this but i'm on the subway like right. that's what facebook is yeah. it's just you can't control what you're seeing really oh jeez. okay so don't so what are some hot tips then that we can all follow that are like you know really kind of uh, accessible for us we can implement into our lives. I love, okay, I will never go on Facebook for political information ever again after hearing that. Like, is there anything else in your opinion um, that we can kind of take away from, you know, this episode? Um, there are a couple like different websites that um, just give you the information that you need. Like, uh, so votesaveamerica.com has a lot of like, they have sample ballots that you can see. You can read all about all the different presidential um, candidates. Um, they have like a lot of information on your state, like what's going on in your state. So that's a place that I like to access a lot. And then okay. swingleft.org also has a lot of like really, really good information. Um, the first one was Vote Save America. Yeah, Vote okay. Save America. And then swingleft.org is where I get a lot of my information. And they also have a lot of actionable steps that you can take. So that's where I get a lot of my ideas for stuff to do whenever I'm like real pissed about Mitch McConnell or something like that. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm writing 20, 20 letters to Kentucky voters to get out there. So, yeah. Like, and do you feel like that makes an impact? Like it makes I a do, difference? Um, so they, they have different campaigns and um, like a lot – a lot of different people can adopt it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've already written 50 just in the last couple of weeks. Like, so wow. you mail them all a week before the election. So the election is um, November 3rd. So they get sent out on October 27th. So I'm just going to dump an entire – I just have like a Tupperware or like a big wow. uh, container full of them. And I'm just going to do a couple every time I get extra pissed about somebody. <laughs> Wow. Is it are you is it like the same letter and you're changing some of the names and stuff or you like have to write a full on letter every time? It's a partially handwritten letter. So that's with wow. Vote Forward, which is a cool organization. Um so it's partially handwritten. You explain like why you vote, like why it's important to you to get out uh, and vote and um it shows them like when their election is and um, also where they can get inf more information and it just encourages them to get out there. So it's voters who um, are registered to vote but like are unlikely to go out and vote. So maybe oh. they haven't voted in the last couple elections or something like that. So yeah, th that has been proven. It's like an evidence-based uh, wow. program. It's been proven to increase voter turnout. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. It's so hard to get yourself to like 
handwrite anything. I'm just impressed that you're <laughs> like, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's <gasps> not as bad as it, it takes um, five minutes to write 15 letters or an hour to write 20. Or I'm sorry, 15 minutes to write five letters okay. or an hour okay. to write 20. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. So, not so, bad. so anybody listening who is really just like, they're going to take their first step into being more active as a, as a citizen. Yeah. And the writing letters and the knocking on doors and like doing the research is just so overwhelming for them right now. Mm-hmm. What is the very first baby step they can take to help to basically help inform themselves about this upcoming election, where's the whether it's a place they can go or something they can do like today Good question. or tomorrow. Can my answer be listen to for your misinformation? No, yeah, of course. I was going to say no. Yeah, no. Yes, <laughs> of, of course. course of your course. Podcast. Well, it's great because I know this is we're covering a lot of different things at once on this yeah. episode, but you every single episode is different with like a couple things mm-hmm. and so it's not everything all at once like right. we're kind of doing yeah great that's a that's a great first step. okay show the camera your shirt this is oh my god how cute is this look at this for your misinformation freaking silver newspaper platter. on fire it's, it's an awesome shirt <laughs> thank you check it out super cute yes um at kels do you have anything i don't think so you've been fantastic thank oh, you yeah. for thank you. yeah we haven't really um yeah. gotten into politics at all on the show before and yeah we don't want to isolate anybody obviously right but yeah. we just want to talk about how people can become more aware and yeah my biggest educated. takeaway is definitely like figuring out what policies i uh, you know want to support and yeah. then just matching them to the person yeah you know i think that's like a very simple thing to do any tips for um Tomorrow is, what is it called again? Super Tuesday. <laughs> Super Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I have a ballot. It has been mailed to me. Very and nice. I my, my voting place is, you know, right across the street right. from my apartment. Is there anything I can do to best prepare for Super Tuesday? And can you explain what the hell that is for anybody? Sure. <laughs> including so myself. Are, yeah. So we're in the middle of the presidential primary. Um, we've had... Uh, a small percentage of the delegates are already allocated because we've already had like the Iowa caucuses, Nevada, and South Carolina. Um, but Super Tuesday is where the majority of delegates are allocated. So um, a candidate has to get to 1,991 delegates in order to get a majority. Um, and most of them are allocated on Super Tuesday. California has a ton of them. Um, so if nobody gets to that majority number um there'll be a contested convention which i don't even really know what that means i'm sure there'll be an episode about it later i'll Mm. look it all up but um but yeah so it's just a matter of like gathering delegates as we go the illinois primary where i live is on march 17th but um super tuesday is a big deal because like people can get like really far ahead okay Um, so i need to figure out what policies uh are most important to me yeah. and then just pick the person. Yeah. And Vote Save America has sample ballots too. So okay. you can go and you can see what, I mean, well, I guess you have a ballot at home, yeah. but it had, they have sample ballots so you can look and see what's going to be on there. So you can do some research ahead of time if well, you want to. Great. Yeah. And I think a, another big hurdle is like, you know, when people feel like they, they're, they're misinformed or they don't have the information they just don't talk about it at yeah. all and they yeah. try like there's certain times where like i don't even want to watch anything on tv about it because i feel stupid and i feel yeah. like yeah. guilty for not even knowing what's going on yeah. and it makes me not want to take action and i really want to get out of that yeah and so um i think people should listen to your show for misinformation for your misinformation and then can they email you in questions and stuff yeah um, absolutely. and no question is you know yeah, too no silly qu- and yes. you cover that on the show as yeah. well yeah, okay, so cool. the way it started because um, 
all of my friends when impeachment was happening really wanted to know what was going on and I can spend my time I spend a lot of my time researching politics anyway so I started um, like five different of my friends asked me to give them an update when it was going on with impeachment and I was like "Mm, Mm -hmm. that sounds exhausting so I just uh, I started doing Instagram stories and everybody loved them like everybody was so interested and had so many questions and just like I got a lot of really positive feedback so I turned it into a podcast but still I get a lot of like content ideas from people who just have questions and want to know what's going on yeah yeah amazing well yeah. thank you so much katie yeah, and um, yeah where can people find you i know we've plugged your show but you know the websites or whatever you got going on sure um we're mostly active on instagram so uh i would go to the at fymi pod instagram and um you can contact us through there great sweet thank awesome. you so much for being on thanks katie yeah, thanks for having me yeah all right. Loved having Katie on. Oh, Katie. She is so knowledgeable. Wise owl. She is a wise forest. owl, and she's doing so the many amazing forest. things, and I aspire to be more like her. Yeah. <laughs> Very inspirational. Uh, just a couple quick things. Get ready for our live stream Q&A today as oh this episode comes gosh. out. March 16th. Yes. Uh, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for our Patreon our pay i always say patron. for our patron for our patron our tequila <laughs> yes. for our patrons sorry uh it's uh we have a new reward for patreon members as well a quotable submission yes so, lots so of many good on. things and so to catch to to catch tonight's live stream q a with myself kelsey and taylor you can sign up at patreon.com slash self helpless it's not too late to get in there before this happens yep. and uh we're looking forward to it we're gonna just be hanging out with you guys for an hour and we're gonna be an open book with whatever kind of questions you you got yeah oh my gosh <laughs> if there's ever a time to join patreon today is the day for sure uh we have an itunes review of the episode we sure do you want to read this it this is from lex wheel dope name love and obsessed with this podcast hashtag girls rule listen to this once and i'm hooked i love the girls and think they're hilarious and so relatable five stars all around oh lex Thank you. You're such a gem. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for taking the time to do it. Uh, As always, if you haven't yet, just uh, hop on your phone right now. If you've got your computer in front of you, it's one tap. It's a little button. Click the fifth star. Even I figured it out, you guys. (laughs) And you know how I am with technology. Yeah, I mean... Truly, if you can do it, a raccoon can do it. There's no excuse for anybody. Get out there. Get out there and help us if you can. Uh, we have some segments, I think. Yeah, go did, for it, Kelsey. Okay, well, I don't have anything uh, groundbreaking to share this week, but Get I, out, did, then. I did really leave now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I have been feeling a little burnt out lately. Um, uh, had a lot of travel. A lot of airplane time, a oh, lot of people God. in my ear freaking me out about coronavirus. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I've been, been getting a little burnt out, but I'm excited for all the work I have. I just have started to realize I need to invest in self-care again a little bit. I think yeah. I was um, falling off the wagon with it. So um, I made a list recently of like 20 things that make me feel good to do, just a 20-step self-care type of thing. And I've been trying to go through and do one thing every day so i got a massage a couple days ago it was really Mm. nice i did one of those um kind of like skincare spa nights for myself the night before that and did the mask and exfoliated and it's just it's just that reminder that you don't have to go crazy and blow like a thousand bucks on treating yourself to make yourself feel good but if you take something every day 
that it can kind of keep you balanced and helps me from slipping into that bad burnout place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Well, I guess I have a defuck turning into good shit because I've also been in that burnout place really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Kelsey knows. I do She's seen me in the thick of it recently. Um, And I just realized that I have to restructure some stuff for myself in my different businesses. And I, yeah, I just kind of hit a point where it's, it's such a strange concept because I love everything I do so Mm -hmm. much, but the problem with loving it so much is I want to do it all the time. Uh, and that also becomes a problem. It, yeah. it doesn't make sense that you can get burnt out by the things that you love doing, but you can. And so it's uh, like... Such a good reminder. Right? And because, you know, this is really the first year I've experienced that because everything else before this this kind of period of my life is like I never really super loved what I was doing. And so it was so much easier to take breaks for me. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm more... I understand where you and Taylor are coming from a lot of the time is like, oh, shit, now I love everything I'm doing and I haven't experienced that yeah. thus far and I'm having a really hard time like setting boundaries mm. and so I have I've had to really sit down and, and make some tough decisions in my in my businesses like I'm I'm only able to take on like a handful of one-on-one clients now I'm hiring an, an assistant finally to get me some hey, help yeah. which happens to be my sister which I'm so <laughs> excited I was going to be hiring a VA in the next yeah. couple months and she mentioned that she was looking for a part-time job I'm like wait a minute I forget that you're like a real person because I just <laughs> yeah. see you as my little sister right. but uh, you have a brain and you know how to work computers it's <laughs> yeah. fantastic yeah. so I'm hiring her and then um, I'm going to be hiring another cartoonist for Dick Spy Delaney. So I'm just kind of streamlining things um, to kind of help me manage all of this yeah. and take a little, be able to take a little bit of a step back so I can also partake in the more of the daily self care and stuff. Yeah. So good. it's a defuck that turned into a good shit, right? Good. Sometimes you have yeah. to like hit that awful wall to be like, okay, time to figure some shit yeah. out. And then things get better. Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. We're, we're doing it. We're doing it, guys. <laughs> we're doing our best. So, um, you know, like we said, this comes out on March 16th. I'm going to be headlining Go Bananas in Cincinnati this weekend, uh, Thursday the 19th through the 22nd. And then I'm going to be in New York City uh, Monday the 23rd through the 25th doing some local shows there. Um, you can go to my website, KelseyCook.com, for those specific dates and shows around New York. And then... Uh, Grand Rapids in, no, Dr. Grin's Comedy Club in Grand Rapids, April 9th through the 11th, uh, and then Spokane Comedy Club, May 7th through the 9th, and I can't wait to see you guys. Nice. I feel like there's going to be helpsters at, at all those, and it'll be awesome to meet you. Beautiful. And I'll just, uh, you know, I'll just give a shout out to dicksbydelaney.com, you guys. If you want to get a digital dick cartoon that you hey. can print on anything that you want, you know, turn your favorite person into a penis. I mean, what what greater gift is what there? Can, what else what? do you want from this woman? Okay. What? I mean, you guys. Okay, I I seriously love seeing what my customers do with these dick cartoons. Um, one of them just dickified her significant other and put it on a pillow for Valentine's Day. And people, oh my God, one of my customers dickified all of her friends and made a coloring book out of it. Fuck so, off. And, and gave it to all of the friends. And so Come every on. friend is oh opening God. up this color this coloring book and it is a different friend as a penis that they can color in i mean you i just i love the fact that 
this this business has become like um you know almost like a collaboration where the customer gets to get really yeah. creative too like with yeah. what they do with it and so i mean i've seen shot glasses and coffee mugs and tote bags and framing it in the living room and it's just so freaking funny so if you want to get a dick cartoon, I know that St. Patrick's Day is coming up. We, we often get orders that are kind of funny for that holiday. And then really coming up is wedding season, where we get oh. a lot of people dickifying Good brides thinking. and grooms, either for bachelorette parties or bachelor parties or for like a gift for the couple. And I'm really excited to see those because they, they always turn out so freaking cute. So yeah. dicksbydelaney.com. My cartoonist does an amazing job and we are about to hire another cartoonist so we can take even more orders on board. And I'm very yeah. excited about all of it. These dicks are getting bigger, baby. They are. We're growing. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, wouldn't be the self-helpless show without a dick. Just a to, little dick. Just a little dick to wrap it yeah. up. Um, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And, yes. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content, ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrist of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album Savor It on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.